The Capitals requested permission to interview Spencer Carberry. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Cap. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the fans. And where do the Capitals fans see this team going? Are they optimistic about the future? Are they pessimistic about the future? It was a poll in the Athletics, so I'll go over that, and then I'll give you my thoughts on the poll. But just to get it going here, we're going to talk about the reports coming out of Pierre LeBron's Twitter account that the Caps have requested permission to interview Spencer Carberry. Not too surprising of a thing, as we know he was one of the front runners. Uh, We know that it was Jeff Halpern was one of the options. And then we know that Spencer Carberry was the other kind of front runner. There are other names in that list, but from all the chatter that we hear out there, those two names are on the top of the list for the Capitals to interview. And it's made possible now that the Toronto Maple Leafs have been eliminated eliminated from the playoffs. So a good potential for the Capitals. I do think it would be a good option as he is familiar with the Caps organization. And I think that he would work well, not only with the veterans, but the young players, as we heard from Mac, that is of utmost importance. Uh, like I said here, Pierre LeBron reported that he believes that he is going to interview for the head coaching job for the Caps. Carberry, currently a Toronto Maple Leafs assistant coach, was formerly the head coach of the Hershey Bears, the Caps AHL affiliate that we know, and uh, had some good results down with the Bears. Now that the Maple Leafs are out of the playoffs, there's no question that teams will be reaching out to Toronto assistant coach Spencer Carberry, and I believe the Caps, his old organization, have already sought permission to interview him for their vacant head coach position, although neither organization would confirm that Tuesday LeBron writes. Uh, This uh, story was in RMNB. So, Again, I think that I don't think the Capitals should rush into anything. I don't think they will rush into anything. Um, but I think that they should, you know, at least pursue this. I don't think you want to wait too long. I think there's a lot of teams out there that didn't get the results that they were looking for. So, you know what they say, the early bird gets the worm, uh, but the second mouse gets the cheese, as they say. Um, so in any event, in a roundabout way of saying, I think the Capitals should pursue Uh, you know, these big names out there. I think they should interview Spencer Carberry. I think they should interview Jeff Halpern, along with uh, the other long lists of of names that you've heard out there. I think they should do their due diligence and Mac and whoever is else involved uh, in the interview process. They should go and make sure that they vet all of these so they find the right one. Uh, One of the things that Tarek Elbashir said that he believes that, you know, that Mac has to get it right this time. His job depends on it because you're only allowed so much of a leash uh, before then. Also, you might have to start worrying about your job being in jeopardy. And all in all, I got to say that I'm pleased with uh, the, the moves that Mac has made 
for the most part, you know, you could take a look at the Mantha thing as, you know, a bit of a blunder, but not as big of a one as George McPhee uh, that he did out there with uh, Philip Forsberg. So if I was going to look at his career in total, I think that uh, uh, Brian McClellan has done a good job, all things considered, and I have no doubt that he will hire the right head coach. I guess it remains to be seen uh, if that is the case or not. Um, but uh, the Capitals could officially request an interview with Carberry after the Maple Leafs were eliminated in the second round of the playoffs. They fell in five games to the Florida Panthers after Nick Cousins scored a Radko Gudis aided overtime winner in the final matchup. So the Florida Panthers continue to surge. Uh, we know that they eliminated the Capitals last season, and it's an interesting thing, isn't it? The Florida Panthers out there, a team that no one really cared about until they were in the playoffs. Now everyone in Florida is drinking the Panther Kool-Aid. A reunion between Carberry and the Caps organization was first rumored back in late March by ESPN's Emily Kaplan, before Peter Laviolette came to a mutual agreement to leave the team. So, some moving pieces for this Caps team. As we know uh, that uh, Peter Laviolette instigated the meeting, he said that you know he wanted to, to not uh, pursue this team anymore or he did not want to continue with this team. And then uh, Brian McClellan said, you know, that's kind of the direction we were going into you know, I guess we'll never really know. I think that that's just a, an easy thing to say that it was an amicable split. Uh, but in any event, Peter Laviolette is going to probably be interviewing for a bunch of other jobs as well. But the Capitals, they've got to get this right. And if they did hire Spencer Carberry, I would have no issues with it. Um, still kind of leaning a little bit more towards Jeff Helper. And I guess I don't know all the options out there, only what I'm hearing in the media out there. But uh, I would have no problem with a Spencer Carberry at all. A few respondents said to monitor Carberry as an option for the cap should they make a change. Kaplan wrote then, Carberry is thought highly of in the Caps organization uh, after three years leading its top minor league affiliate, the Hershey Bears. And we know that uh, he got uh, swooned up to Toronto uh, to get a little bit of taste of the NHL action. I don't blame him for doing it. I would do the same thing. Carberry was in charge behind the bench for Hershey for three seasons. He amassed a 104-50-17 and 17 record with the Bears and had assigned a multi-year extension with the team shortly before departing to take a role on Sheldon Keefe's bench in Toronto, the now 41 year old was the second youngest coach in the AHL at the time of his hire. Carberry ran a Maple Leafs power play this past season that finished ranked second in the NHL operating at 26% effectiveness. If he does indeed interview with the Caps, it will be the second NHL head coaching job that he's vied for after reportedly being interviewed to be the San Jose Sharks head coach in 2022 before former New York Rangers coach David Quinn eventually received that job. So if it's not on the Caps, I feel that it is Spencer Carberry's time to get that promotion that uh, he deserves, to be quite honest for you. And I think that that's the right direction. Keep tuned to Locked On Capitals as I will have a lot more information about this coaching position as it develops. All right, so after the break here, we're going to talk about the Caps fans and how content and how optimistic are they about the Caps' future. We'll talk about that when Locked On Capitals continues. Next sponsor here, Bird Dogs. Let me just level with you here. I've had pants that I've worn my entire life because I've worn jeans, I've worn khakis, but all of a sudden I got introduced to Bird Dogs and I love them. I don't want to wear anything else but Bird Dogs. Why? Because they're so darned comfortable. 
Listen, women wear comfortable pants all the time. It's just a given. But guys, we don't ever think outside the box where we're like, well, I can wear jeans. I can wear khakis. I can. Listen, let me introduce you to Bird Dogs as just a supreme comfort out there. And if you're a guy, you should be into wearing comfortable clothes as well. For one, I think I look better in them. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great. And they're comfier than my other shorts and pants. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts, pants on the golf course, to, to a meeting, to meeting friends, whatever the case may be. So you don't have to wear jeans. You don't have to wear khakis. You don't have to wear shorts. You can be comfortable in bird dogs, and I highly recommend them. So if you're in the market for comfortable pants, and let's face it, you need to try a pair of these right now because seeing is believing. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL, and when you enter promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. So go to Bird Dogs today. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's summer, it's hot out, but keep it cool on ice with Locked On Capitals as I talk about hockey all summer long, the coolest sport in all of major sports, and the regular season is coming sooner than anyone thinks, so make sure and keep it locked to Locked On Capitals. I have a lot of great interviews lined up this summer, and I will keep you in the know when it comes to the draft, when it comes to free agency, all of those things. So make sure and subscribe to Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, in this next segment here, we're going to talk about the contentment of the Caps fan base. How optimistic are they about this team going forward? Um, you know, they didn't, they missed the playoffs for the first time in quite some time this last season. So where do Caps fans stand now, being that they missed the playoffs for the first time? This story was in The Athletic. Uh, Tarek Elbashir kind of put a poll out there and, and asked the Caps fans, how do they feel uh, from the direction of the team to potential free agent targets this offseason? A survey recorded 1,100 of Caps fans. My biggest takeaway, people are a little less fed up than I would have expected following their four straight first round exits and a playoff miss. So I think that if you take a look at it, Caps fans are ultimately optimistic. I, th I think that they know Things didn't go in the direction that they wanted them to, but there's optimism because there's a coaching change, and they ultimately believe that Brian McClellan and the Caps always do the right thing. After the Capitals missed the playoffs for the first time in nine years, which phrase best describes your feelings about the team? And it was a majority, 25.8% said cautiously optimistic. So they weren't totally in. They weren't saying that they're playoff bound, but they're cautiously optimistic. Um, and in second place at 24.3, Hey, we'll always have 18, 2018. They're talking about the season that they won the Stanley cup. So cautiously optimistic. I, I think that optimism is the key word that you really want to hone in on there. Um, ultimately, like we know, it didn't go according to the script. You know, it, last season, if you asked me when they signed Kemper and Lindgren and Strom and Connor Brown, I thought this team was loaded for bear that they would at least make it to the playoffs in some form or fashion. I didn't know if they would make it past the first round, but I definitely thought they were going to make it to the playoffs, period. As we know, injuries and everything that, that came along, the Caps didn't. And subsequently, Peter Laviolette is no longer the coach of the team. So I think that that is where the cautiously optimistic comes from. 
Uh, they're not jumping off uh, the, the bandwagon or they're not jumping off the fan base as of yet, but they're, they're proceeding with caution. So I think that, you know, that um, cautiously optimistic could change depending on the moves that are made, depending on the head coach that's hired, depending on what this team is going to look like. I mean, listen, you can't put all your chips in unless you know what this team looks like. Hey, for the most part, I think the people that listen to this podcast I think that, you know, they're going to be fans come, you know, hell or high water. I don't think that, you know, just because they had an off season that most of them are going to be, you know, burning all their capitals gear. I, I just don't think that's the case. And if that is the case, then maybe you weren't fans in the first place. You were just a fan of a winning team. And that's never the right thing to go, you know, the right direction. Because at the end of the day, every team is going to have a losing season at some point. It's just having faith in ownership. It's having faith in the GM and whoever else that's in in charge of the team that they will do the right thing. And I think at the end of the day that uh, Ted Leonsis and Brian McClellan and Ross Mahoney and all, you know, Dick Patrick, all the, the ownership and leadership of the team, they got the right head, the, the you know, the, the aces in their places and they have a good head on their shoulders. And I do think this Caps team this offseason will make the right decision. So cautiously optimistic, that's not too surprising. A little more than a quarter of you feel cautiously optimistic. I thought the number would be smaller. Also notable is about a quarter of you still wear your five-year-old gray and white Stanley Cup ball cap with the Weagle. I uh, laughed out loud when I first read this poll. I thought that was funny. I think that that was a little bit of... Uh, Peter Law, or excuse me, I think that was a little bit of Tarek Elbashir's humor there. So I thought that that was a funny thing to say that, you know, hey, and, and at the end of the day, there's a lot of teams that did not win a Stanley Cup. So to still be proud of your team, that's a good thing. What do you feel is the primary reason for the Caps missing the playoffs this season? 57.6, and this should come as no surprise, was injuries to key players. That was a big thing. Injuries to key players. We all know that. That's not too surprising. We know that uh, uh, Nick Backstrom, we know that Tom Wilson and John Carlson um, missed a good chunk of the season. Uh, John Carlson, we know, took that puck off the face and was out for a, a, you know, a lengthy period of time, the number one blue liner for the Capitals. And then we know Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom, two huge pieces of this team, missed a good chunk of the season. So, of course, that factored in a lot. It's still my belief that if all those players were in all season, that they would still be a wild card team. So that's what I'm looking at there um, is that, you know, they didn't get the, uh, you know, desired result they were looking for, but the Caps fans know, you know, why it happened that way. So um, just taking a look at it here a little bit further here, um, you, you know, you got to take a look at, you know, what improvements can be made over next year. We know that they're not going to be the same injuries next season. There, there could be different injuries next season. We just don't know, uh, as we know that we heard about the hip resurfacing procedure of Nick Backstrom. Um, and then we learned, you know, towards the tail end of the season before that, that Tom Wilson screwed his knee up. So we knew that this team was going to be pretty banged up, right? We just didn't know how banged up it was going to be as it turned out. It had a huge impact on this team. And I think that this team has, you know, that is their, was their biggest reason for struggling. I don't think that that is uh, saying anything too crazy. All right. So after the break here, we're going to talk about how confident are Caps fans in GM Brian McClellan. I, I have my faith in him, but what do the fans think? What do you think? We'll talk about that more after the break.
For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors, where with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know if the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop at eBay Motors with over 122 million parts to choose from, You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right pit, when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And that's what we're with. This is Locked On Capitals. This isn't casual capital. So I got have you guys covered all summer long about the Capitals news uh, as we're, you know, looking in the horizon about the season coming in. And we're looking with, with promise that hopefully that uh, GM Brian McClellan is going to do the right thing. And that ties us into our next segment, confidence in GM Brian McClellan. I have my faith in him. He usually 90%, I'm going to go ahead and say 98% of the time makes the right decision. Um, you know, there's always, you know, blunders that can be made. I mean, he is not AI. He is not perfect. AI is not perfect either, but you know what I'm saying? He's not a robot. He is a human. And uh, sometimes we are prone to making mistakes. How confident are you in GM Brian McClellan's ability to get the Caps back to the playoffs 56.7 said somewhat confident, 33.6 said very confident, and 9.7 said not confident. So I'm going to factor in the somewhat and very confident, and I'm going to say a majority of Caps fans out there are confident that Brian McClellan will do the right thing. And I think that that is the right thought process going forward. About half of you want to hold on to the fan favorites while mixing prospects into next year's lineup. Meantime, a smaller but still significant number of you want GM Brian McClellan to execute an aggressive retool of the roster. It's way too early, but my gut says McClellan is going to take a, a big hack at an aggressive retool uh, provided he can find a dance partner or two. This was in the athletic here. So I do think that it is the right thing to, to be a bit aggressive. You know, as I spoke about my untouchables on this team, I think that Brian McClellan has his untouchables. And I think that he is willing to probably listen to more players than I am. I think that he ultimately has one untouchable and his name is Alex Ovechkin. Um, you know, I, again, I don't think, you know, for me, it was Alex Ovechkin, Tom Wilson, and John Carlson. I would be very surprised very surprised given what he said in his breakdown day uh, presser uh, that, you know, Tom Wilson or John Carlson would get moved, I, you know, but, you know, I, at the, at the end of the day, nothing surprises me. Uh, you know, it, it just depends on how aggressive they want to get, but um, you know, that is what the what the fans want. They want a retool. Uh, if you're running the caps, how would you approach this offseason? Keep the veteran core largely intact, but mix in prospects like Connor McMichael, Hendricks Lop here, and others at 49.2%. Aggressively retool the roster in the hopes of turning things around quickly. 44.1%. Blow it up and rebuild 4.3%. That's not going to happen due to promises made to Ovechkin. If you're an everydayer that listens to this podcast, you know that 
or run it back with Alex Ovechkin and company and hope a new coach and health are the answer at 2.4%. That is lunacy. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting a different result. The Caps would be insane to keep this team exactly intact the way it is and going into next season and say, hey, we hired a head coach. We're making a run for the Stanley Cup. There needs to be big changes and as evident by the fans, all the fans, you guys know that, that they need to make change. What is debatable out there? Uh, I saw the piece in Washington Hockey Now where they were talking about the possibility of moving on from Oshie, and I've talked about it. And our friend over there at Washington Hockey Now, he put that in there, Jerry, he put that, put that in there. And I looked at the comments and everyone's like, no, no, whatever you do, don't move on from TJ Oshie. Listen, I love TJ Oshie but he's injury prone. And how much can he help your team if he's injured and he's prone to injury? He plays bigger than he is, right? So that is the difficult position for the Capitals. What to do with these players? What to do with Backstrom? What to do with TJ Oshie? Players that a couple years ago would, would, people would have looked at me like I was crazy for bringing up their names at all, but it's coming into focus. And some people uh, could say that their, you know, their value is too far diminished based on the fact that all the other NHL teams know that TJ Oshie is injury prone. All of the rest of the NHL knows that Nick Backstrom had a hip resurfacing procedure done. It's not like you can put blinders on the rest of the National Hockey League and say, hey, this is Nick Backstrom, and you have no idea what happened to him recently. Everyone knows you know, the, the the pros and cons of all these players. So everyone else around the NHL is going to know that Nick Backstrom is diminished goods. Everyone's going to know that TJ Oshie is diminished goods, right? So that is the tough position for the Capitals to be in. They're going to have to be aggressive and they're going to have to potentially move on from some players that seemed improbable to move on from. Like I talked about in yesterday's show, I talked about the, the possibility of moving on from someone like Charlie Lindgren. You got to think outside the box if you want this team to be competitive. And they're going to have to move some big players ostensibly to make this team competitive. Otherwise, it's going to be not a competitive team until Ovi hangs up the skates and then we can do this major tear down to the studs. For one, as a Caps fan, I do not want to wait years for this team to be competitive. I want them to be competitive next season as Caps fans. I know you want that as well. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. When you're done listening to this podcast, head on over to Locked On NHL. They've got you covered there. They have you covered with all the news surrounding the teams involved in the Stanley Cup push there. And they got you locked on there every day of the week there. So head on over to Locked On NHL so you can be in the know when it comes to the National Hockey League. But if you're listening to this in the DMV area, the DC area, head on over to Locked On Nationals as we have a Locked On National show. Also, Locked On Commanders. The, uh, the Locked On family of podcasts have you covered for all your regional teams. So make sure and check out those shows when you're done listening to this one. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.